the flesh. No. Yeah. No, Maggie. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for the most part. All right, so we're going, we going, we going to do a little test run right now. Okay, right? okay. Come on. Bring me, give me what all you right. got. So, how you, how you feeling, huh? How you been? You know, I've been I've been doing good, you know. You know, the last couple months, you mm-hmm. know, it been it been a little rough. Reality changed, new norms had to kick in. Mm-hmm. But you know, things uh it things <laughs> things happen, you know. And you know, it kind of got me down. It it kind of got me, you know. It got it, it had me questioning God like you know, you know, it kind of had me questioning God. You know, it kind of had me thinking, God, are you real? God, are you there? Because how can you know you create two parents, but you know, and take them away less mm-hmm. than a year and a half apart? So right, right, right. it it got me down. It got me down. But every day I wake up, mm-hmm. thank God for life because. When I, am I talking too much? No, you good. So, you know, because, like, my dad, you know, he had stage four pan, pan, pancreatic cancer. Mm-hmm. And he came home, and he was in hospice. He was walking one day. Two days later, he was in a coma, couldn't walk, right. couldn't eat, lost all his weight. It was, uh-huh. it was bad. And when I see life, I realize how much I took for granted for life because mm-hmm. we could have activity in our land. We could move our fingers. We could walk. We could talk, sing. But to see my dad on that bed and being fed through a syringe because he couldn't swallow. Yeah. He, everything, he, he had, I had to wash him up, had to do all that, all because he lost all his movement, right. the nerve movement, to see him, like, to see his butt peeling off, to see all that stuff in just in two days. Mm-hmm. It's like, I look at you right now on how you're doing all this. Right. You move your fingers, your hands, like, and you had activity in your limbs. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that, it gave me a reality check, but in the same, I was grateful but at the same time, I was still questioning God. Like, if you're God and I'm your daughter and I'm doing A, B, and C, F, G, how mm-hmm. can you allow this to happen if, right. if right. I'm your child? Right. Right. Definitely. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like, crazy part is, like, you know, the more the older you get, the more you, like, reverse back into a baby. You know what I mean? Uh, definitely a tough thing. Like, I definitely don't want to, you know, like, this is, this is all a test run. You know what I mean? So, you know, but but you needed to get that out, though. For sure, you know what I'm saying. So, um, alright. So, so yeah. So you know, you know, definitely rest in peace, OG Leon. That was, that was my guy. I mean, I only met him that one time, but that that was my guy that one time. You know what I mean, I used to always tease you, say, uh, say you get whooped upside his head. <laughs> well, you know, they tried, but I can't. I came through in a clutch. You know, they uh, tried to hit my dad, but they don't know who they were dealing with. Uh, they whooped. They whooped OG Maggie upside the <laughs> no, head. No, 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 no. They tried. I put out the taser. You know, I don't want to say too much. You know, I don't want to give a book, but right, right, the cops right. know not to come and mess with me again. They tried uh, a second time. Uh, you whooped them upside the head. I whooped them upside the head. Ah, I got you. And got I look you. at that the same way. How if I relate that? I, I relate that to how we fight in warfare. Mm-hmm. How when it comes to like reality fight, I'm near, I'm with it. Right. But when it comes to warfare fight, it's like I'm scared. Mm-hmm. But I always ask myself like, why are you scared of the enemy when you fight people who's braver than the enemy? Right. But you fought a cop and you could have went to jail, but you scared of an enemy who like can't do nothing. Right. Or who worse. God giving you the power to to trample over serpent, but you mm-hmm. scared of some 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 imp. Right. And I always question like even even in that. 
sometimes I even question my faith in God. Like, God, am I really called? Am I really called? Or is it something that I is something that I wanted to do? Or did mm-hmm. you really call me? Right. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's actually good to you know question God. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how you get answers. You know what I'm saying? Like, shoot, even Jesus questioned God. When he was on the, uh, like, yo, why'd you forsake me? Right. You know what I mean? So, you know, definitely, definitely. But, uh, so, let's see here. One second. So, all right, so, all right, so we, we, we fast forward all the way up to the present. Let's, let's talk about past Maggie. Uh, okay. How did, how did Maggie, what, what was Maggie's upbringing like? Like, how did she, how did she, uh, how did she find God? That's a good question because I found God by trying to find a family. Because mm-hmm. even though I had a family, and it's so crazy because when people look at me now and how much I love my family and they hear my past, they wouldn't, they wouldn't equate the two. Mm-hmm. I remember a young fella here, Prophet Brian, and he was like, I know people who had an upbringing like you who would have left their family and left their father and mother because of what happened to them, but mm-hmm. you stuck by their side. But like, but getting, getting, growing up older, especially especially coming to Verity, it's like I knew the true meaning of true meaning of honoring your mother and father. Cause we always hear that, but never to put it into practice. Like, what does this really mean? I I hear so my upbringing up was like I didn't have love. Like I had like I was different. And my mom at first I blamed my mom and dad like y'all don't understand me, y'all don't know how to handle me. But it's not their fault because they never deal with a child like me. So. They even had questions. So I blamed them. Mm-hmm. But just even as a teacher or a person in society, sometimes you just won't have the answers. So my mom and them, growing up, they wouldn't do that. They lost their, they lost their daughter. They lost my, uh, my sister on the bed, woke up, and she just did. My, my dad, he went through so much, and he, he like, he's very private. Lost his mom when he was sick. Lost his dad when he was six. Had to sleep in a car. Had to jump out of school. But my, mom, my dad, by the age of, age of 13, he had no family. He was living in a car until he met my mom like years later, but he had a rough upbringing. So when it got to me, it's like he became heartless. Like he still loved us, but it was like it was a heartless love. Like I'm gonna take care of y'all, but I'm gonna give heartless love, and we didn't understand it. So you had you ever heard that saying like what happens in the family keep keep it in the family? Yeah. So that's what kind of I feel like nobody got touched nothing, but that's what kind of like but that's what kind of was like we got beat but it's everything so when i had my outbursts when i had like my mental breakdowns my family didn't know how to handle it so what the first thing they did instead of understanding me let's let's go to you let's take let's take you to the mental institute. let's take Send you to the hospital away. right because they because they didn't know so when i went to the foster home and stuff and they and they called hey can she, can she come back home no keep her and my and I, I resented my mom because when they called my mom and asked her that my mom was defending my dad but now i know why because you said when husbands and fathers are one, I mean wives and husbands are one. Mm-hmm. So I got I resented my mom because she always t- took my dad's side. But coming to Verity again, it's like I know now because they were one. Mm-hmm. And even though I was her child, her husband was her first priority, and okay. and, and, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And I was one that's being disobedient, and okay. I was young. So if I wasn't gonna follow the, follow the rules in their house, right? I had to go. Right, either. Or. So I I got like so. Growing up, so I started cutting myself, started using anything to cut myself, started taking pills. Like it was a lot. I got tattoos to cover it up now, mm-hmm. cause I didn't. I, I, I was ashamed of it, but it was like 
it was like it was a lot going to school then being touched being all that stuff like, even with my cousins and stuff like now like my family now we're just all close now because like only the uh intimate family like the, my sisters and brothers like my cousins mm-hmm. all that we're not really close because like a lot happened right so my mom and they always told us like st- be there for each other and don't like you know don't mm-hmm. touch people yeah 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 no that makes sense that makes sense so you mentioned cutting yourself and whatnot um I dated a girl uh, years ago, and she was a cutter. And uh, it was said that you know something about that, like it it releases and everything. So you know that that's what you felt when you were doing it. Yeah. So when I got like, into mental institution stuff, like they gave us coping mechanisms. So let me rever- let me uh, go backwards. Okay. It was this movie called Thirteen. Yeah. A white girl. So in the movie Thirteen, she had like a rough life, and she started cutting herself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was, it was like, like two thousand and eight. I was really young and I saw this movie mm-hmm. and when I finally like it was like one time I finally got in trouble and I remember of what this girl did on TV and she was cutting herself right. so I decided to mimic what she did because I thought how it made her feel right. so she had like blades so I started using like scissors I didn't have nothing in the 50 pins just, just cutting just cutting just cutting mm-hmm. and it's like it's like, it's like that's how I began to cope so when they found that out, they were like, okay, you got to find a different coping mechanism. Yeah. But that was the one coping me- mechanism that I really, truly loved because it was like, it was like, like the pain, the pain of it made, made me feel good. It was, like, it was a big release right. that came through from it. And when I couldn't get a hold of like that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I, you know, like, like, like a fiend, you find anything. Yeah. I begin to find pencils, use eraser, like erase my skin off. Yeah. When things got hard, like, I remember like a couple of times, I, like, all, like, I hit like, I was close to it. Mm-hmm. And even like when I came to Verity, I was dating Brian, and I had an episode where like they had they had they had three or two of me and take the Einstein because mm-hmm. I slit my wrist. Mm-hmm. So it was like then I could talk about it and be like, okay. But then it's another thing is I appreciate you because mm-hmm. you call this like a test dummy thing, but some of the stuff that I don't tell nobody, mm-hmm. I keep it all in because. Of the fear of being judged, like oh, yeah. they're gonna think I'm crazy. They're gonna think she like she's. Oh, you never gonna find a husband if I if I tell a guy about it. They're gonna think oh she's crazy. I can't date her. Right. She got mental problems. So a lot of this stuff I keep to myself. Like okay, because like, I don't want to be looked at different. Yeah. So I only open up to those who like I'm I'm close to. Mm-hmm. So and let me say in the beginning some stuff I just needed to get off because yeah. people always ask are you okay? How you doing? I say yeah I'm okay. Just be quiet because it comes to realize like I know probably I'm off topic. The part nah, it you, comes to realize like. When people ask, are you okay? Are you truly ready to hear my answer? Right, right, right. Or are you right. just asking you me just, just asking, to ask the cliche? Just out of, yeah. But I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. And if I open up to you, are you able to handle what comes out? Right, right, right. Are so, you going to look at me any different now? Right. Why not? You know what I mean? Because in reality, it's okay to not be okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, someone said, you know, I've had good days. I've had hills to climb, so you know, I definitely understand that. So, you know, like I read, I read this uh, this one book uh, a while ago, Toni Morrison, uh, Paradise, and in the book, uh, one of the uh, one of the characters in there, uh, she was a cutter, and you know, you you actually uh, said the same thing, like you know, like like first, like she was starting off with just like you know, safety pins, just just a nick and everything. Then she said, you know eventually you know like it just started going to anything anything and you know she was like cutting herself every day until it started to get to the point where it was like 
too deep to where like the bleeding wouldn't stop sometimes so she would you know just wait a couple days to do it again that's the same thing it's the same thing you were uh mm. it was like it's the same thing and it's like when you do it so when you do it so often and frequent you know what spots to miss right and it's so crazy because younger they have all this on youtube of how to cut we're not to cut. If you just want, like, you have crackhead, you just want, want, you just want that fix. Mm -hmm. That was like my fix. Cause I don't drink a smoke. I did it just to have fun. Mm -hmm. But to get my fix, I had to cut. And on YouTube, it will show you, hey, cut this way, cut vertical to miss this line. Yeah. And sometimes it wasn't so It wasn't necessarily I wanted to. Cut, I wanted to commit suicide. I just needed to cut myself because no one understand. I can't. I can't describe it. No one's letting me talk. Everybody's judging me. But let me handle myself. Let me just cut myself, and I'll get that whole yeah, 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 yeah. Get that, get that, get that push through. Get that push through. Okay, okay. And 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 now you're not you're not doing that now, right? So now I'm not cutting now. So mm -hmm. you know sometimes I had those thoughts, mm -hmm. but now I want to go back to it, but I know I can't go backwards. Mm -hmm. Not only because now I know because I'm bleeding the youth, right. so I can't tell them not, not to do something, and I'll go back and I'll do it. Right. So even like when I have my moments, if you ask the youth, I'm very honest with them. I know when we had our first, first youth Sabbath mm -hmm. and something happened because somebody said something, I went home and tried to drink myself to death. Try to, like, try to commit suicide again. Like they had to come to my doors and open them. Cause it was bad because like I felt like it was no way out. Like I just needed to get away. Mm -hmm. like I knew I couldn't cut myself. So I just went home and tried to do something that, that would take me instantly. But it right. didn't work. Right. So like suicide, like suicide, depression, all that been my portion, and mm -hmm. I'm trying to walk into like something new. Cause I know yes, uh, on Thursday we celebrated other kids' birthday. I mean, Tasha's birthday, yeah. and when we was out, other kids asked some good questions. She was like, "What are some goals that you guys have?" And I asked for, like for this year, and I said, "One of my goals is just to get mentally healthy." Mm -hmm. And she was like, "Well, what does that look like?" I'm so okay. And now I got actually I start therapy. Cause mm -hmm. before I start it, then I'll leave it. Cause I think I'm better. Then I start it, and then I'll leave it. And I start it, and I'll leave it. So mm -hmm. I want to get mentally healthy because. I feel like growing up, that's been my portion for so long, and I'm just tired of eating eating from that cup. I'm like, I know what's better. Right. Okay. Cool. 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 Look at that. Yeah, we move. We moving right along. That's nice. That's nice. And it's and it's you know it's it's definitely it's definitely okay to not be okay. You know what I mean? Like everybody needs everybody needs help. Shoot, man. Jesus need help taking that cross up thing, right? right. My, my man's can't just say, no, I, I got you. I got you, cause like, like you've been battered and bruised. Like they beat you to a bloody pulp, and they want you to carry this cross up wow. this hill. Now I got you. I got you. You know what I mean? Sometimes you know, like the, like even even the strongest people need. You know what I'm saying? So you know that's definitely cool right there to know that you know, hey, I'm not I'm not okay. You know what I mean, there, there's times where I'm not okay and. It's okay to be like that because nobody's perfect. Nobody, nobody born from mom and dad is perfect. You know what I'm saying? From from both mom and dad, no, you're not perfect. It's only it's only two perfect people. You know what I'm saying? One of them came here immaculately, right, yeah. <laughs> and the other one, and the other one wrote the whole story for it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, definitely good to know that. But you know what I mean? The good thing is. You're coping with it now, right? Yeah, I'm coping with it now, and 
Now I got like people who they, they'll call me, they'll check in. Like either you, you'll call, you check in. Even you don't get an answer, you'll do voice. Yeah, like, I don't hey, get you no know, answers. I'll be I'm, like, I'm calling, I'm checking on you, trying to see, just to get back at me, just think about you, just trying to make sure Maggie, you okay? Yeah. I didn't see you in church, so I'm concerned. Right. And stuff like that, little things like that, it like, it really makes my heart be like, wow, like. People do see me. People see I'm me. I'm not invisible. Right. I'm not just here to do. Yeah, and that's and it's so cr- it's like it's really crazy because the enemy like had me like truly believe like yo like you're only there just just because like you're only there just to do this and, like they don't really like you mm-hmm. saying like stuff like they, they don't really like you you're not really needed like just quit just all that and it's so crazy I was getting ready to quit the ministry after my dad all that like, my dad passed away even during that process I told as a Christian I was like. People really don't care. I said, nobody really checked on me. I said, I'm naming certain people. Like, hey, the only people, people that call and checked on me. And I was literally right quick. Like, hey, I'm just done with the ministry. Everybody's fake. Everybody care about who they want to care about. Mm-hmm. Nobody care about my dad. But nobody really prayed for him. And she said, she was like, don't let bitterness kick in. Because yeah. that's not what it is. People was caring for you, but you were so upset. You wasn't getting on the prayer line when you were when you when they was in the seating for your dad, in right. the seating for you. Right. And it made me be like, like, believe like you're not white. You're invisible to them. Mm-hmm. You're only there. You're only there just just because they need you in, in that spot. Then mm-hmm. reality, like they can find anybody to they can find anybody to teach the youth or usher. Pastor John can come and find anybody. Right. But if he had me in that spot, it's for a reason. It's for a reason. Because everybody come here try to find a spot and position to be in. Mm-hmm. So for them to choose me, like he said, many are called, but few are cho- chosen. Exactly. And when you like text me like, hey, I'm just like, I, I didn't see you. Right. I'm thinking about you. I'm like, wow. Then not only you called my sister just to call me, hey, are you with Maggie? Right. Like you went above and beyond just to, hey, let me see, is she okay? Yeah. And that, and that, really, meant, that really meant a lot. Oh yeah, word, word, word. You know what I mean? Because you know the people of Verity, man. Verity's very different, man. Verity's very different. Like I was, I've been here since the, uh, since the inception of it. I've been here, you know, before the inception of it. So you know, just to see it grow, how it looks now, is like crazy. So tell me about your experience pre-Verity and now in Verity, like. Like 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 how like how did that how did that change? One thing I can say, pre Verity, I was very immature and childish, and like definitely immature, mm-hmm. and didn't didn't know nothing. Now that I'm in Verity, it it shaped me up, right? Because it showed me because pre Verity, I was smoking, drinking, and it's crazy because the church I went to, the church I went to was a member here's family. Okay. And they were pastors. They had kids. You mm-hmm. know, the kids smoked and drank. So I figured, hey, if they're do, if your kids doing it, why can't I do it? Mm-hmm. And we would we would do all this stuff and come to church on Sunday, worshiping God. And it was like it was accepted. Mm-hmm. Coming to Verity, when I got here, I'm like, oh, that stuff right there, they're not gonna tolerate it. So right. I had to shape up. And pre-Verity, it was like I I would do things and not be held accountable for it. Okay. They would justify it and enable me. But right. coming to Verity, it was a thing of, I'm going to hold you accountable. You're going to know what you did, and we're going to get it right. Even though you're bruised and you're bleeding and you're and I'm cutting you, you're going to stay here until you get it right. Mm-hmm. If I got to sit you down, I'm going to sit you down, but I'm going to still love on you. Yeah. And coming here to Verity, and when it happened, I got sat down plenty of times. Uh-huh. But when I got sat down, it was like they still love me. Right. It was a thing of, let me sit you down and, and forget about you. So coming, to, so pre pre Maggie, 
and I was childish, immature, wanted it my way. It was like I was fighting, I was cursing. Like I didn't take ministry serious. I thought I thought ministry was a joke. I thought God was a joke. Mm-hmm. Cause I saw how others live. Right. So when I came to Verity, I thought I thought it was gonna be the same old thing. Then when I got here, I'm like, yo, these people serve. Like I can't be the same way. Like, I had to change. Yeah. Them so crazy. Cause I remember one of the members here, me and Ms. Dayton, and we broke up in 2019. And I decided, hey, let me go visit another ministry church. Cause I was ready to leave here again. Cause I'm like, you know what? Me and him broke up. They're not gonna care about me no more. Cause I'm not dating him. I'm not dating him no more. So I was gonna go visit another gentleman church on Susquehanna. I went to his church. I felt like I went there. Fine. Can't left with seven demons. And I felt like when I, when I left there, it was like I went home. Get ready to commit suicide. Really? Made a video and everything. Like, hey, I'm leaving. This is what it is. Because I was like, it was bad. So very. So I realized that I'm never ever gonna find a church like Very. So even when I wanted to leave, I can't leave because I know ministry is here and God is here. You're not gonna find God in every church. Right. So now, so Very. So Maggie Very presently now is still maturing me. So mm-hmm. like I'm not being made perfect, but I'm maturing, and that's and that's how you are. That's how you make perfect. Right. So maturity simply means just perfection. Exactly. So now I'm perfecting my walk. I'm perfecting my thought. Perfecting my ways. Now I'm, when I need help and I'm home, I reach out to first lady or Pat or uh, Tessa or Keisha. So if I can't trust nobody else, I know they're my leaders. Right. If I don't trust them, why am I serving under them? Right. And you have di- you have direct access to them. That's the dope. That's the dope thing about here. Like it's not. It's not you don't gotta jump through through hoops right. for these people. You know what I mean? Like you got their direct number and and these are people that'll get up two thirty in the morning and all right, what's up? Let's talk. Let's let's rap. Let's let's get it together. You know what I mean? Right. That's the that's the dope thing about this. Like uh it's very it's it's church, but it's it's not it's it's family. It's it's family. It's family. And I think with me, I remember one time I was talking to Ella Chester. I was like, all week long, I was battling. Because I was like, do I belong there? Because I'm not used to family. Uh-huh. I was always in group homes and foster homes. I never had a, a constant family. So all my life, I've been searching for a family. Right. So everywhere I went, every church I went to, I went because I wanted a family. When I went to the Islam community, I wanted a family. Mm-hmm. When I went to like Friends Hospital, I wanted a family. When I got locked up, I went, everywhere I went, I wanted a family. And that's how, and let's go back to your original question, how did I find God? Because I wanted a family, and one group home I went to, they was going to church. So I wanted a family so bad. Let let me adapt my ways because I want I want to be accepted. Right. Then when I finally introduced a guy, I'm like, yo, like God is dope. But I thought in the same time, I thought he was still was a joke because like I saw how everybody was living. And mm-hmm. when I got here, not only did I get a family, but I got God. Yeah. And that's the two things I've been looking for. Not no God, family, and love. Right. Those are the three things I've been looking for all my life. Right. And my family, my dad, my mom, and me all got healed when I came to Verity. Okay. Before, wow, wow, it, that is so crazy. If I was still pre Maggie, pre doing things I was doing, mm-hmm. I would never mended my relationship with my mom, or mended it with my dad, mm-hmm. or mended it with my sisters. Right. Because I, everybody was like walking on eggshell because they were scared to, I guess, quote unquote, approach because they didn't want to make, make me mad. And parents always say, if I make members mad, they're gonna leave. Right. Parents, I don't care. I don't care if I make you mad because I want, I want it better for you. Right. And it's so crazy because now, like, my mom went on, my dad went on, mm-hmm. but they went on and it was in love. 
Mm-hmm. It was good. Like we didn't have no off. No, yeah. it was, it was, the forgiveness was there. It was love there, and we was in a better place. Yeah. If I never came to Barry in 2018, I probably just like Gianna said, I probably would have been committing suicide for real, for real, because what what was on my heart. Right. So I thank God for Barry because it mended it mended my relationship with my parents. So mm-hmm. now that they're gone, but even it, it hurts. Don't it hurts? Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. It hurts, but it's. But it's easy, but it's easy because I know that we were in the right place. Right. Oh, that's 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 super dope. That's super dope. And it, sound, the way you said "wow," it sounded like you just you just noticed that. It, it, like, I don't like. Ella keeps saying something uh, very good. She was like, "You get your deliverance when you speak." Uh huh. So I keep everything inside. Right. So when now that I'm staying this now, it hits like wow, like. You didn't have an art with your mind. You didn't have an art with your dad. Yeah. You took care of your dad. You took care of you. you honored your parents. And it's crazy because when we hear that saying, I'm the father, I'm the, the, the mother, people will say it, but I never knew the meaning of it until I got here. And I got here until I was 18, I started honoring my mom, honoring my father. Mm-hmm. If I didn't do that, I would have I been like, it's crazy. Right, right. It would have been definitely crazy because I would definitely would have had so much regret from it. Right. So that, it's like it's a it's truly it's a wow moment. It's like wow, and it's a small thing like that that we take for granted. Yeah, yeah. And every time like, it's it's crazy because I'm trying. But before I said before coming to Verity, I probably would have still had them off with my parents. Uh huh. But now that I know the commandments and know what the commandments stand for, mm-hmm. I'm able. I was able. To love on my dad, love on my mom, for, forgive them. Right. Because Verity is about family and love, and that's yeah. what they, they they taught me. When they parents say, I'm not going to sit here and let you love on members that you can't love your own family. Yeah, yeah. You can't do that here. Yeah. So what have I had to get it right. Yeah. So Verity held me accountable to get it right, where though other ministries let me walk on eggs because I don't want her to leave. Mm-hmm. So I said, even when I wanted to leave, I couldn't leave. Right, right. Because that conviction was here. Yeah, they hold they hold you accountable that here. That Paul was here. Yeah, it's like, wow. Yeah, they really hold you accountable. I here. got a testimony. And the dope thing is now it's like, because even like even with that, it's like it's like it's, it's even down to like like the feet washing thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like like how can you how can you love on these people but you don't love your family? Like right. like how how I'm gonna love you Jesus. And I, I've never seen you, but I won't talk to this person who I see every day, every week. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's definitely dope. Oh man, just all right. But it's, it's cool. It's cool though, because this is this is this is a nice this is a nice little nice little test run. You know what I mean? So stuff like this, I plan on putting on uh on on SoundCloud okay. and whatnot. That way, you know, because because for real, for real, like everybody. Like when you when you listen to the SoundCloud or you see the uh, the Facebook Live and all that, you know, we see we see Minister Maggie Stoppel, we see Pastor John Clark, we don't see Maggie Stoffel. we don't see John Clark. Let me see. Let me see. Let's let's have a conversation outside the title. That way, the people outside can be like, oh, you know what. Exactly, exactly. It's the human, it's the human aspect. You know what I mean? Human. That's, that's good. Yeah. It's, it's like, 
and so, and it's so crazy because it's crazy you say that. It's so crazy. When I tell you it's crazy you say that, cause I was talking to Prophet Brian one time, and I was like, when people see me, they only see me because they see me as Minister Maggie. They see me as a person working with kids. They see me as a person who dealt with mental illness. But I said, do they see Maggie? Mm-hmm. Do they see? Do they want to know who Maggie Stovall is? Like I said, I'm more than a minister. Right. I'm more than a mental illness. I'm more than a teacher. I said, right. do anybody want to know Maggie? Right. Like I said, people see me at these titles, but I said, outside of all that, I'm human and like things hurt. Yeah. But how can I? How can I ever be able and comfortable venting? When all you see is minister Maggie, oh, you gotta be A, B, and C, F, G. Right. You're, oh, you you can't be human because you're a minister. You can't be going through. You're a minister. How you going through and you're a minister? How you serve God? People, you are persecuted for walking with God. Yeah. So people say, oh, you in the wrong ministry because you, you being persecuted? Jesus was persecuted. Yeah. So how can you say, oh, you walking with God and you still being persecuted? Yeah. It's a part of ministry. Right. But people who are not being taught the truth only see prosperity. Right. The promise. Right. In order to get to the promise, you you gotta go through. Exactly. Exactly. So, like, I'm, so that's so that's very helpful. Cause it's so crazy because people need to see. And, I, and one thing too, before getting moving on, mm-hmm. I'm happy Verity is a transparent church. Right. So that way, parents always say, "You tell your truth before somebody else tell your truth." Yeah. So since they don't know Minister Maggie, let me put some things on her. Because yeah. they don't know who she really is. Yeah. But with this, you don't gotta tell my business. Right. I'ma tell it for you. I'ma tell it for you. So if you want the truth, come and SoundCloud, and you get to know who Maggie is. Exactly. So that that's good. And exactly. I want to be your first interviewee. I mean, the good part is, you got you got this out. You know what I'm saying? It sounded like it was bottled up in you for yeah. quite a while. You know what I'm saying? Your first, your first interview, my first, my our first interview. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, bop on bop. Exactly, bop, <laughs> bop on bop. <laughs> bop on bop. Oh man, this was this was super dope, Maggie. This was super dope. So, um, let me see. I'm trying to see if I got any more questions. I, I think. Honestly, I, th- I think I think we done. I think I think this was pretty good. Well, let's let's save the other questions for the real interview. There you go. There we you can't go. give them everything now. Nah, we can't give them everything now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna stop this in a little bit. But Maggie, I definitely appreciate you I for appreciate coming you through. Too. Thank you, you, thank you, Crown on the Hill. Thank you, thank you. My good friend Margaret Stovall right here. Uh, single, single, ready to mingle. Ready to mingle. You gotta keep you gotta keep the Sabbath though. You gotta keep the Sabbath. Y'all keep the Sabbath. <laughs> Y'all keep the Sabbath. Well, and, and you can't eat pork. <laughs> you, can't, you can't celebrate Christmas. Can't celebrate Christmas. No, no holidays. No, no Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, no Valentine's Day. No, no Fourth of July. No, no St. Patrick Day. No, no, no St. Easter. Patrick Day. Passover. No Easter. It's only, it's only Passover. It's only Passover and feast days. That's all we doing. Amen. That's all we doing. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Crown, crown, ill. Nice to meet you, my brother. Maggie, this was super dope. It was it was good. I loved it. Uh, Even though it's so crazy because when God say all things work together for his plan mm-hmm. to those who are called. So all those all, all things work together for those who are called according to his purpose. Right. And it's so crazy because Proverbs three, three five Proverbs three thirty verse five says Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not to your understanding. All that way you trust him, and he will direct thy paths. Mm-hmm. So you came to me, and you like, hey, you want to be my, te- my, my test dummy. But you're not really knowing, like, like I, I needed this. Yeah. 
You yeah. could have told anybody out there. Yeah. But for you to come to, I was in the stand, and I was standing in a group of people. Right. But for you to come to his man, it was like. Right, right. He was being obedient to God. Because like, you could have told anybody. Exactly. Because here's the thing. Like, I, um, when I was coming in here, setting it up, I seen Renee over there by herself. So I was like, I'm going to get Renee. And I started do 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 do, you know, finally getting everything right. Like I was trying to find, was trying to find the second mic and everything. By the time I found it, and then said, "All right," then finally got it to work. I said, "All right, let me go out there and get Renee." And I seen, you know, you, her, Tone, and Tasha was talking. I was like, "Let me see what's up with Maggie," and it just went right to just like I was going to Renee, but it was just swoop right to Maggie. Maggie, what you doing? Come 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 here for a second. Let's let's try this out. Wow. You know what I mean? And and who knew you needed it because you need you needed to get that out. I needed to get that out. But yeah, so this was good. This, Very this, good. this, was, this was really this good. This was a good release. Indeed, indeed. Maggie, I appreciate you. Thank you for coming through. You're We're gonna do it again. Amen. For sure. You know what I mean? And we out. And it's just like that.